What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode, I don't know, of the Super Nerd Pals. I think 174. Well, we'll edit and post. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I think it's 172. I just realized, like, mid-sentence. Excellent. That memory. Now now I have to fucking double-check myself. <laughs> was the Nintendo director last episode? I think it was, yeah. Welcome to episode 171 of Super Nerd Pals. Hey! <laughs> I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. And I'm your other host, Chris, and we have a special episode for you today. So about, as of recording this, it's about nine days ago, uh, the brand new Death Note one-shot was released for free um, on Viz Media's website. Uh, Sugumi Oba Takeshi Obata, they came back after six years after Death Note ended and any other properties, at least in the manga, I know there's... In the past few years, there's been like a re-release of the Death Note anime as a two-parter film, and they added in some extra scenes. Uh, and then we had the god awful live-action De- uh, Death Note Netflix movie, except for Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was the best part of that film. I still think that movie was pretty decent. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even the creator of Death Note himself said that he enjoyed it. Man, hot takes. He said. He said that he didn't want it to be an exact spitting image of Death Note. So it's different enough to be its own thing as well as being a tie into the Death Note universe. Yeah, and I, I can see that reasoning because there's already three... No, I'm sorry, four Japanese live-action films plus the... The, um, the drama the J-drama. series. Yeah. yeah, like the 11 or 12 episodes J-drama series, which you can watch on Crunchyroll still. So good. Great. But yeah, I mean, that's not the topic for today. The topic is this off-the-rails one-shot. Uh, I feel like this off, uh, this one-shot, like, it was, it was, like, announced that it was a thing. And I was like, nah, this is impossible. And then, like, the next day, it was up on Viz Media, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, this one-shot, officially, it's untitled, but fans are unofficially calling it the Never Complete Death Note manga. Um, and Never Complete refers to the name of the art exhibition that took place around August 2019. Because Takeshi Obata was hosting this uh, exhibition in Tokyo, and I th- I think I'm not sure it was the entire manga, but it, parts of the, at least it was teased. Um, so just letting you know, major spoilers. So you have three seconds to pause the podcast and go read it for free on Viz Media's website. So three, two, one. Okay, spoilers on. Um, Lights so, dead. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Terrible. Um basic plot point um which I find so hilarious. Ryuk has the worst case of withdrawal ever and he's craving dim dim apples. So he goes to Earth in search of another human to give apples to or to give the death note to in exchange for apples. Um and it falls into the hands of a uh, another high school teenager who's well, also a genius. it doesn't even fall into the hands. Back up. Ryuk said oh, this he is was true. specifically looking for someone as smart as Light. 
because he figured that it would be uh, more entertaining that way. Indeed. Ryuk had an agenda. So I'm, I'm sorry, I stay corrected. He went around scoping and stalking, essentially, the smartest person in Japan, uh, overheard that a bunch of Japanese... Teachers, uh, I believe. Teachers were talking about his IQ scores were off the charts, but the student Minoru Tanaka, like he just does poorly in school, not for lack of not being smart. He just doesn't like tests. He just, or he just, I guess maybe he doesn't like schoolwork. He just likes puzzles and riddles and games and IQ tests. So Ryuk literally takes out his death note and taps him on the head with the notebook, and he's like, "I choose you. Um, <laughs> my, you're you're my Pokemon starter." <laughs> Tanaka gets control of the Death Note. Ryuk and him talk uh, for a while about what, how the Death Note works, how it belonged to Kira. And then Tanaka invokes this plan uh, on how to use it. And it's like a two-year plan in the making. That's like the basic plot point. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll fill in all the gaps. So shortly after Tanaka gets the Death Note, he decides he's relinquishing ownership and told Ryuk specifically to come back to him in two years. So there's a two-year time skip within the first ten pages of this chapter. Yeah, and then it's uh, it's sort of in Meteor Res where near the beginning of the one-shot we see Tanaka like chilling in his room listening to music. Ryuk t- uh, taps a death note on Tanaka. Tanaka just gets like this flush of memories back and it's like, oh, Ryuk, it's been two years. And then and Ryuk's like, oh, yeah, yeah uh, we, we agreed. And I came up out of the floor like we ta- like you asked me to. And um, Tanaka was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, we can't, this can't work. We can't work with each other if we don't have trust. So I found that really striking. Uh, like, it's a definite character development of Ryuk. Because Ryuk in the original manga... He was such a, he was such a troll. Like he, he, yes, he would help out Light, but it was out of his own self interest. But I felt he was a lot more belligerent or passive uh, than this Ryuk. Like this Ryuk was so was he was just he was just like he was following Tanaka's orders to a T. Um, I don't and I felt he was just a lot more helpful. I don't this think time that's around. so much the case though. Really, Light, Light was asking so. Okay, before we continue any further, I just want to clarify. Tanaka does not kill a single person. But Light started off asking Ryuk to like, oh, could you write their name in a death note? Or could you tell me their name? And Ryuk was like, "Uh, no, that's not how this works. Tanaka was giving Ryuk easy tasks. Hold this paper up at Sakura TV for 30 seconds. And it wasn't so much of a of a bother to him. I mean, he literally waited in a jail cell with light for 30 days, I think. Yeah. Like a full month. Yeah. Yeah. And before light decided to relinquish the ownership of the death note and progress the storyline from there. But I feel like Ryuk's always pretty obedient as long as it has nothing to do with breaking Shinigami laws. I think early in the chapters, early in a death note, Ryuk was asked, or L Light asks Ryuk, can you just kill L? And he's like, no, nah, that's not how this works. So, I mean, there are things that 
that don't jeopardize Ryuk's uh, life. Doesn't jeopardize Ryuk kind of like doing shit that he's being told to do. Uh, this is just like simple little tasks which we've seen him do for Light numerous times. And I think as long as Ryuk knows there's going to be an outstanding um, amusement from it. He and doesn't, benefit, like, he doesn't mind doing yeah. it. And yeah. Tanaka did promise him an apple for as long as they're together every single day. Because his mom was on an apple diet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? No one's on an apple diet. Uh, maybe, maybe his mom's going vegan. This I was asking you about this during chat, so remind me, it's been a long while since I read the manga, but I know the food in the Shinigami realm is like, it's like pretty nasty, like there's yeah. apples grow, so like, but they're like so like rotted. the apples that, are, that grow naturally, they all rot it, so if Ryuk takes back like a bushel of apples from the real world and goes back into the Shinigami realm, is it still fresh or does like the shinigami realm like twist and warp the well, apples so when, it's when the manga starts off when ryu gets his death note back from someone he's also given an apple like he's given a fresh apple in the shinigami world oh so the the shinigami that previously was holding on to, to ryuk's death note passed it to ryuk with an apple so Maybe they don't like immediately perish, but maybe the the lifespan of foods and stuff decay it's a faster. Lot yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad I have you, Andy. You're doing all the good fat checking. This is great. Um. So I forget where how we got to that tangent. Oh yeah. So yeah, Tanako had this plan for Ryuk to come back for two years. Um, now if I, uh, I assume he did that so he would reach a a legal age where he could open his own bank account by the time two years pass, because that was like the, the secret. You know what? I was, I was curious on why two years, because they don't really explain that, but that makes sense because he's in middle school when this starts out. So now he's presumably in high school. And so the, the, I I don't know about this aspect of Japanese society. Are you allowed to open your own bank account when you're like 16 years old or 17? Because like he's he uh, I um yeah. So when the story starts, he's at least like uh, I would say like 14 years old. So I would say he's roughly 16 when the when we see him in media res, and this is after the 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 time skip. To add a little bit of, of, I guess to stir the pot a bit, uh, jumping to the end. Okay, the spoilers. I know we're jumping out a bit, but um, at the end, um, the Death Note is bought for ten trillion dollars or yen. It's a it's a ton of money. I think it was ten trillion dollars. That's like a lot US of dollars. Yes. So um, that was one of the big mysteries that um, the Kira investigation team from the Japanese police, as well as uh, a grown-up near and his team they're trying to figure out okay so the death note was sold to uh, a private buyer uh for 10 trillion dollars how the heck are is he gonna get the money um and tanaka had this really ingenious plan 
where everyone under the age of 60 in Japan that has a Yotsuba bank account uh, would get a portion of that bounty. And so evenly, everyone like, instantly Evenly distributed. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone became rich. Like Jap- Japan's economy uh, received a massive boom and a, a new new prosperity. Everyone was calling it like the the Kira awakening or Kira, like the Kira bubble, something like that. And part of that reveal, Tanaka's mom rushed in to his room and starts shaking him down because after the news was revealed. Uh, she was like, oh my god, Tanaka, you opened a bank account at Yosoba, didn't you? So his mom didn't even know about the bank account. So I'm assuming at like age 16 or 17, wherever, uh, in this alternate reality where Death Note resides, you know, Tanaka was able to open a bank account uh, on his own accord within that two years. Yeah, while reading the chapter, it like had me questioning things as well. Uh, my first thought was like, well, what's the plan? Because they don't tell you the plan until after the two-year time skip. Tanaka also brings up a lot of valid points. And that's if uh, Light had the Death Note in that time, which was 20... So the story takes place in 2019. So yeah, 20... this current story, yeah. Yeah, so in 2017... If Light had the Death Note at that time, there's a lot more security. There's a lot more, like, checking phone records, checking text messages. Uh, there's, there's fucking, um... CCTV cameras yeah, everywhere. cameras everywhere. There's, like, there's no way for him to hide, be able to do as much as he did undetected. And he even brings up that there's, like, cameras on on buses nowadays so he wouldn't have been able to just kill uh ray pember right there like on the bus as he did exactly and even when formulating the plan to uh sell the death note he couldn't do it on ebay he couldn't do any of those types of online channels because it's so easy to track your ip address yeah it was just like uh just tweet hashtag whatever the fuck it was and um, and place your bid there. Yeah, and then Tanaka physically had um, Ryuk travel to the Sakura TV network, and he just floated through the door and ha- held up a floating piece of a sign with instructions in uh uh was it in Japanese or English? I think it was in Japanese. It was in Japanese. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Tanaka obviously uh showed such intuitiveness and cleverness and guile that uh near was so instantly impressed with him and like near uh, praised his intellect and stratagems and near really really wanted to meet uh this kira uh, yeah near interest near said um that he wanted to figure out who the kira was and they were uh his team was questioning why because he hasn't killed anyone he hasn't done anything. He's done nothing illegal. All he does is possess like a very deadly weapon and he's trying to sell it. And they even went as far as saying like the world sells deadly weapons on a daily. So there like there's nothing they could do about him selling the death note. Exactly. 
Yeah, and it's uh, and then near near commends him on this, um, and we see we see it unfold where Tanaka like has no desire to become a new god. He doesn't. He's not guided by uh, this warp sense of morality uh, or or um, twisted sense of ego that Light had, and so he how Tanaka decided to use the death note like it was the complete inverse like he didn't even write a, a name he did he, he never killed anyone um but in the same way that like light profited from the death note in some way tanaka tried to do so too but also in a much more altruistic way yes like he was using he was doing it in a way so he could evade capture and detection but at the same time like he gave like an entire generation unprecedented wealth and wealth on wealth for himself as well you know he sold the death note he sold it to the u.s government even even he was smart enough to even say the age range of 60 and lower so that it instead of yeah it spread his wealth a little thinner but it made it much more easier to cover up who it was because now there's more possibilities if they would have said like 20 and lower, then that's a small age group. They could definitely figure out who Kira, a Kira is. And, and despite Nier being a master strategist and, and intellectual, like logistically, like there's no way they could screen that many people in within that sample. Uh, it, it, like, yeah, it's, I love that part. I love so much of how uh, Nier like admitted defeat to this Kara and I I honestly thought Tanaka got away with it. It was really well thought out. Uh there was like one scene where um in the beginning of the manga Tanaka just sat at his desk for like I guess like a literal like twelve hours or entire day trying to figure out this entire plan. And it worked. It, and it um it worked too well. It got the attention of the Shinigami King. Yeah. I think it's very interesting that We've seen in Death Note, the original, that uh, Light actually beats L, this unbeatable person. And here we are again with the next generation Kira, next generation L. And once again, Kira beats L. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like this this is always meant to be a losing battle for anybody who takes L's place. I mean, it's also a losing battle for Kira. Um, it's a spoiler. It's at the end. Um, so the Shinigami King got really pissed off that Ryuk was selling the Death Note. So they put in a last-minute rule. So the U.S. government pulled all all its resources and bought the Death Note as the winning bid uh, for ten million. Oh, I'm sorry, ten trillion. U.S. dollars. Uh, so Donald Trump <laughs> was was in this <laughs> was in this one shot. Ryuk is about to deliver it to Trump. Uh, Ryuk warns uh, Trump that there's a new rule added in that whoever buys or sells the Death Note or whoever tries to reap the the spoils of after selling the Death Note they will die. So Trump makes a Machiavellian play where he doesn't accept the death note but he'll publicly declare he did so he gets 
you know, public support. And maybe, maybe they, he abolishes term limits. He becomes president for life because. Well, yeah. Cause so like Ryuk was saying, Ryuk was weighing out the options for him. And he was like, you could take the death note and uh, be this proclaimed hero, but then you're going to die. And then who knows who's going to get possession of the death note next, because it's just going to be laying here. Or you can just choose not to take the death note. <laughs> And not die. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be, uh, uh, or you could, you could take it, uh, and it'll, it'll still be in the stewardship of the U.S. government. So maybe your, your country will benefit. But Trump's like, nah, nah, I won't take it. But I'll be a saint. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryuk's like, you're a very smart man, Mister President. And then he, he pieces out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then leading up to that, um, you know, it's it was really tragic, but. You know, death has always been a story about like hubris. You can't cheat death, and no one's no one can escape death. And in the end, Tanaka tried to uh, receive his winnings and gets a heart attack and dies. And no one, and it's like I, I was, I was shook by that. I was like, oh shit, like Tanaka, you. I thought you were gonna get away with it, but he didn't. I think Tanaka was cheated his life. And and what's what was kind of ironic was. Um, Ryuk knew about the rule, but then he could. He was considering telling Tanaka about it, but then Tanaka made Ryuk promise beforehand, never, never, never approach me, never talk to me again after this arrangement. And that's what he. And then Ryuk honored his word, and because of that, Tanaka didn't know about the new rule and ended up dying. So Tanaka's own words kind of did it in for him, but yeah. I still don't think Tanaka, this rule should have applied to after Tanaka and Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shinigami was like, I'm not having the shenanigan. Like, do it now. <laughs> yeah, and Ryuk, Ryuk got scot-free. I mean, he's, he just got a slap on the wrist and he still has two death notes. He's still chilling around. He's And he's, at the end, he was like, he was, he, he was laughing and he was... He was asking to himself, okay, who's the next human I'm going to give this to so I can get more apples? I think it's very interesting that Ryuk decided to write Tanaka's name under lights. So that kind of shows you that, like, I don't think he's ever, like, returned to the human realm since light. And maybe instead of using his actual death note, he's using the second death note that he has. Mm -hmm. I think uh, putting Tanaka's name underneath lights is just like a matter of respect. It's like, wow, this guy, this guy was one of the greats. This guy was worthy of the name of Kira. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's interesting because in this modern world, uh, Tanaka was mentioning they learned about Kira in middle school in their history or and their ethics classes. Um, so the Kira, Kira is a household name. Um, and now the fact that Kira is revered as like a, a new god in Japan because like like everyone under 60 is now a, a billionaire or a millionaire at least. Um, it just keeps the legacy of Kira going. Uh, and I find that really interesting how Tanaka achieved what the idea Kira was to be all along except in a completely opposite way. So everyone basically got 1 billion yen per person. That's what it was split up to. Oh, wow. So 1 billion yen is equivalent to 9.1 million US dollars. 
So everyone's set for life. <laughs> yeah, you're you're set for for a while. That's very good. Um, man, that's crazy. Um, so I have a, I have so many more questions. So Andy, so at the end of the original Death Note manga, there's like this giant vigil, like a whole bunch of people in white cloaks carrying candles, uh, uh, just praying to Kira. Um, the the last shot, it's, it's it's implied that one of the one of the attendees is Misa. Uh, uh, where's Misa? Uh, in in this world, like, is she uh incarcerated? Is she? Do do people know about Misa as one of the Kiras? Is she like under like lock and key in some maximum? S- prison cell like where was she or did she die because like, or did she like take her own life because like well she, found she out, but... no well if i had to assume misa's dead uh she halved her life twice in the series oh that's true that's right so when she relinquished the death note the first time uh she had already made the shinigami ideal and then when she recovered the death note she said that it was useless for her to um like she she wanted to be of use to kira and the only way to do that was if she had the shinigami eye so she made the deal again i don't know if if uh maybe maybe she died or maybe she took her own life after light died uh there's there's a lot of possibilities but so you think uh, uh, in the canon of this one shot, you th- you think she she's just not in the picture at all? I think she's probably just dead, uh, or they might have just shown her, because uh, they they kind of they went back to like some other people who did see Ryuk before, uh, Aizawa, and uh, who else? Uh, Near the, obviously, the, the 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 goofy police officer. Yeah, I forget who, his name. Ah, uh, jeez. Mogi? No. Not Mogi. Uh Masuda? Matsuda. Matsuda. Yeah, Matsuda. That's right. Yeah. 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 I, I I love how Matsuda showed up on the on the set of Sakura TV and one of the aides was like, "Weren't you the guy who <laughs> who came on a couple of years ago and died?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, yes, Kira's real." And then, uh, <laughs> and then Matsuda's he, like, "Oh shit, I forgot I died." <laughs> Oh, uh, Matsuda. He's still an idiot police officer. I love it. It's funny because uh, Matsuda explains it, explains the death note. I think it was Mogi, actually, that was with him, not uh, Aizawa. Mm-hmm. But I thought that it was very interesting that he explains the death note as, like, almost a voodoo doll. Yeah, he's explaining and, to like the superintendent or like the prime minister of Japan. Yeah, and, and, then, and he's like, <laughs> he's uh, like the Japanese government can't buy this. It's, we can't, and Mogi is just behind him, like, you know what? That's the best analogy he's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> he has his moments. Uh, yeah, Matsuda's the man. Masuda, like he's a goofball. He, he's a goofball in the way like like Yamcha's a goofball, but he has his moments. He still he can still be a badass when the when the moment counts. I'm kind of very surprised that um they didn't show anything about Light's mom or sister. Yeah, uh, ice. Um, I assume in this world, because uh, I, I just want to kind of see how they feel after 
they were under the implication the entire time that um, Kira killed the father. So to know that, like, in their eyes, that Kira killed their dad and to also find out that Kira was light, how would they feel knowing that the Death Note is back in rotation and being auctioned off? Like, I would, I don't, like, I, if you want to go, like, bleak and nihilistic, like, shame and honor are, like, two super important values in, as well as family, uh, in, in Japanese culture. So, like, the fact that, like, one, like, killed his own father, uh, for personal gain, and two, uh, the fact that, you know, the the person you raised or the person you know in all your life as a older sibling is this mass murdering mega mega like like this he has a, it's a your, your son has a god complex and murdered hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> literally I, I while I, he was a high school student <laughs> exactly i i would think like that that would be so incredibly hard for a mother, for a uh, sister. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like for some people, like, or if someone was in a position, they they would just die on the spot out of like sheer shock that uh, of the news. Or, um, I'm not I'm not trying to. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they commit suicide, or maybe they. Maybe they asked the Japanese government to go into like witness protection program because like I don't know how much of how much of the investigation they would reveal to the public. I don't know if yeah, the that, that's SDK, another that's another very good yeah, point. Yeah, does the does the public know who the real original Kira is? Like obviously they know, uh, they know Kira as an entity because they te- they taught him. They taught they teach about them in ethics and history classes, but I would say that like the SBK, the the Japanese government and near the kept American it all government the wraps. kept down the wraps. Um, uh, I I assume uh, if if we lived in the world of Death Note, um, I know there was a testimony that happened where the Death Note and its powers were discussed. Uh, and I assume that that was behind closed doors, and I assume all those records would have been sealed for like the next hundred years. Um, so I honestly, I feel like I, I feel like Let Yagami's true identity was kept to a very, very, very small circle. So I, I, I would find it natural that a. Light Yagami would have been revealed to the parents or the rest of the family, unless the government or the police saw it fit to like keep the details away from them. Oh, like oh, Light got killed by Kira as well. Um, so now I have a really weird question, but how do you think the outcome of this manga would have ended if if it wasn't Ryuk who dropped the Death Note? Is it, uh, or let's say it was. Let's say if uh, it was uh, not that other Shinigami. Yeah, Remember the, the, is yeah. it the beginning of the film, like the Shinigami was like, "Oh, I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't do it successfully, like you did." So now let's say if that Shinigami gave the Death Note to Tanaka, do you think that he would have gotten as much money 
like been as successful, gotten the attention of an entire fucking country by just announcing. Because I feel like what drove people to know that it was real was uh, Matsuda coming out and like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> yes. And yes. Like, and, the, uh, and like the personal history that certain members of the SPK and the investigation already, they, they like near instantly, instantly recognize Ryu. Cause like, oh shit, he's back. Like they, they've touched his death note before. So they knew it was real. I, it's, if it's a different Shinigami, I guess it's, it's really hard to say. Cause like their personalities are so different. Just That's like true. The other Shinigami probably also like, Maybe the the Shinigami that we're talking about doesn't want to take commands. Doesn't want to go like. Or maybe this Shinigami meters. is like really stupid, and or 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 yeah, it it it, it, it we really don't. I I feel like in general, aside from uh, Rem and Ryuk, we don't really know a a lot about. Shinigami's personalities. Um, there was one other Shinigami that showed up. Uh, who, who the one in like the chair, right? Yeah, it was like this. It was like this glitzy diamond encrusted wheelchair, and like he had diamond for eyes, and um, he was he seemed more of like a psychopathic psycho, lackey. Uh, like he was like a, maybe he was like a brown noser trying to uh, trying to um, get his good graces in with the Shinigami king. But then again, like we don't really know much about him, so I, oh, I, I really don't know. Do you think? Do you think the Shinigami King's conversation was like, "Yo, Ryuk, you can't be doing this bullshit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, I just had like I, I think it's it's like a scene from like a really bad uh, but amazing eighties movie, like 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 Kung Fury. It's like Ryuk, yeah, damn it, you're tearing this Shinigami realm apart. <laughs> uh, I have, I have Shinigami up my ass, telling me. <laughs> Telling me you're selling a death note now. You don't play. You're a loose cannon Shinigami. You don't play by the rules, and I hate it. <laughs> so he's like every '80s cop. <laughs> yes, a- a- every '80s cop commissioner, just like just giving him a roasting, uh-huh. but still smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, smoking a cigar. He just has like a big bushy mustache, and it's just. And just he just has shades and he's just <laughs> dropping f bombs, like <laughs> his office is like in the middle of my like a recreation of a Miami Vice like police department. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryuk uh, is a loose cannon Shinigami. Yeah, R- Ryuk. <laughs> he does some crazy shit. Ryuk, Ryuk's the Shinigami that's responsible for like new rules being made on the regular. I assume Ryuk is that, is that one employee <laughs> on the at the workplace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ryuk is that is that employee at the work uh, workplace who's always bending the limits of of rules or just doesn't give a fuck. Remember, and, like, he also like he also like plays with the rules in his own way. So like Tanaka asked him, "How far can you stray away from the Death Note?" And he was like, I don't know, let's just fucking say 14 kilometers. He's <laughs> like, oh, let's just make up a number. <laughs> let's just agree on 14 kilometers. I'm not going any further than that. Like, he's also the one that, like, when Light asked him 
hey, could you just write some fake rules up in here? Uh, Ryuk was just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, there's no rules against it. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> They just make some fake rules up. Yeah. Ryuk's such a troll, and I I love him for it. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, like, Ryuk, I, I feel like... I feel like Ryuk acts this way, because, like, the... the I assume the Shinigami realm hasn't really changed since the the original manga. It was just like a cesspool or like it's just like uh, the Shinigami don't really they just do the bare minimum. You know, they just write death notes write their deaths enough so they don't die themselves. But like Ryuk's like screw that. I'm bored. I want apples. I'm gonna go stir things up. And that's what he did. Ryuk is the above and beyond Piece of shit, Shinigami. <laughs> <laughs> that gets results, <laughs> but still, again, and, and then the Shinigami, the Shinigami cop king's like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I love Ryuk. I love him so much. He's the Ryuk best. Great. Ah, oh, jeez. And I think that's why Ren died, and he didn't, was because Ren was willing and able to kill someone to protect Misa. And, and like, like Ryuk's feelings. Just like, what the fuck are feelings? I don't need that. Nah, bro. If I feel like you're gonna die, I'm gonna write your name in the in the death note myself. Like that's it. Right like, in prison. So- I'm not waiting for you to die in fucking prison. I'm gonna kill you right now. Sorry, like nothing personal. <laughs> Light dies. Oh, Tanaka was more of like a Mabi. This is this is what the king wants now. Yeah, this is what like, the commissioner like, calls for. Uh, I'm sorry, nothing personal. I got rules of rules, and you did tell me not to tell you, nor not to meet you ever again. So, in a way, it's your fault. <laughs> you know what's also crazy is Tanaka didn't die until a month later. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that. So, I think the rule is like, well, didn't you didn't die the when you Japanese meet- bank change change up like the timetable when you can. Uh, withdraw the money. money yeah yeah so what i'm thinking is would tanaka still be alive if he was just swiping his debit card instead oh that's technically a good point. he's not in possession of the money the yeah. bank is in the possession is this a plot hole <laughs> is this is this do we find like a, a chick in the armor like that makes a lot of sense um and and also like, okay, okay. So in the, I'm looking at the last panel. He physically has cash in his hand. So like like what like like what constitutes as money? Like is it like is it actual like actual physical currency? If he could have if he swiped a debit card or if he or let's say he paid it with the credit card but then transferred the funds from his account to pay off the credit card is that still like getting the money so or isn't it or, or isn't that technically just transferring the funds so it's not actually getting the money physically like like how does that how does getting the money work <laughs> <laughs> we don't know this we don't know this are we overthinking things, Andy? Probably. We always do, Chris. We always do. Uh, I have a really weird announcement to make on this podcast right now. Okay. Is it Death Note related? or? Absolutely not. This is why it's a okay. weird announcement. 
As we are recording, I just got a text message that Pokemon Home is now live. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Super uh, Pokemon Pals, uh, the podcast inside the podcast where we talk about Pokemon news in the middle of another podcast. This is episode 171, Beta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. It went live. That's great. Uh, yeah, I'm actually downloading it right now. Very cool. Okay, if Ryuk was a Pokemon trainer, what starter would he... I feel like he would have to use ghost types. Yes, he would be the ghost, the, the ghost gym. Or wait, ghost or dark? Ooh, or both. Ooh, I would say ghosts. Okay, he can phase through shit. He's very ghostly. I wonder what's the what's he the would closest... be the ghost Pokemon champion. Yes, yes. Uh, how many how many Pokemon are there that are based on apples? And would and would Ryuk go seek well, we out got, these Pokemon? We got three in this generation. This is true. We got Applin, <laughs> Appleton, and Flapple. Uh Officer 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 Jenny just gets a phone <laughs> call about a gym trainer just systematically eating scores of poke of Apple Pokemon and they now have the to take question them down. Is, so, if Ryuk is a gym leader or Ryuk is a uh, um, Pokemon champion, would they have to touch Ryuk's death note in order to battle him? <gasps> Yo! Okay, th- yes, that that's the gym challenge. Try to find Ryuk, who's invisible and not and not and not knowable to the human senses. But you have to try to find him somehow. And then so the, so the way is you you have to explore like this maze, and then you have to try to find like the right death note. Some of these death notes are fake death notes, and then one of them is a real death note. Um, and then once you touch the real death note, then you you can physically see Ryuk, and then you, you have to battle it out. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. So wait, so what Pokemon move is the closest to writing your name in someone's death note? Like, is there like a, a heart attack related <laughs> move? I don't think. I don't there's think it is. not. Like, there's not. There's not. No. Like, well, like, nah. I was, I was thinking about like ghost type moves. I mean, there's like Dream Eater. Oh, um, uh, there's Curse. There's curse. Okay, curse works. Uh, but curse is like weird. It takes half of your ghost type's health, and then every turn it does damage to you, like to to the opponent. So if it, it wait, curse does half damage to you. Yeah, so you take half damage, and then Can you every... say that's like a Shinigami eye trade, in a way. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I mean, I guess it's weird if should uh, Ryuk does an eye trade, but he gets his life is the one that gets halved, so doesn't a hundred percent work. Okay, if Light was the Pokemon trader, what would he be, or he, what would he use? What's a really smart Pokemon? Pokemon with high IQ. So- <laughs> so I, I, I found a I found a, a article from Phantom Spot. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Psychic types, like he would be a psychic trainer, which makes sense because they're also weak to ghost. Oh, it's starting, and then, to, it's starting to 
puzzle yes. together. And then Ryu, Ryu kills Light at the end. I, I, okay, okay. I feel like his buddy would be like Mewtwo. Yeah. Writing names in the death note of all the Team Rocket members who... <laughs> <laughs> he takes on who all Team Rocket. create Mewtwo. Wait, so if, if Light's taking on and killing members of Team Rocket, does that mean Giovanni is L in this scenario? No, Giovanni wouldn't be L. Giovanni would be no. like... Oh, Gio- Giovanni would be one of the knockoff L. Like, uh, Giovanni's like the, just or like or G- knockoff Kira. known. Like, everyone knows who Giovanni is. He's... He's a crime boss slash gym leader. Indeed, indeed. Giovanni doesn't need any death note. He get he has goons with baseball bats and pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this has gone way off topic. I know it is. Uh, I want to bring it back to to death note for a little bit. So, um, a lot of uh, fanfare and uh, has been coming out of this one shot um so in particular on twitter there's an artist named uh, amana moon and they did some artwork or photoshop and they redesigned the one shot's art to look like still cells or animation cells from a uh from a to make it look like an anime basically um and i saw another article i think it was uh screen rant yeah it was screen rant um and they're speculating how this one shot should be made into a an anime now i i don't i mean given the length of the one shot it it can't be like a well maybe it could be i don't know do you think it could be a 13 anime or 13 episode anime or do you think it should be no, an OVA, it, maybe like three or four episodes be like uh i don't even think three or four episodes i think it should just be like a standalone movie like mini movie or a long episode I think like 45 minutes because there's not much going on it's mostly like bids and like just the jumping around and telling like other people's sides of what's going on. Uh, I think uh, a mini mini movie would work. Yeah, I think. I mean, I mean, Death Note. Death Note is obviously still popular, and that's why everyone was freaking out that about this one shot. And I think there's still uh, still a demand, and you know. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be really cool. I think we really it'd be something new to see, and um, and it's always good to see. I I would love just the the old gang um, come back together for one last ride and uh, and create that. Um, so yeah, I'm all bored if they ever even remotely decide to adapt this into a um, an anime property. Yeah, I would really really enjoy any other Death Note esque stories that they want to throw at me mm-hmm. if they want I mean, to they throw a that... mini story on like what happened to misa after like mm-hmm. just different sides of the story to kind of expand the ending mm. yeah i would love to see like a one shot or like an anime short of like young tanaka in class in middle school learning about kira and how the teachers like 
uh, taught the class and maybe and like maybe like to not or maybe like two students get into an argument like one of them is pro Kira one of them is anti Kira and like just to see that play out and uh, have that as like a sort of mouthpiece talk about philosophy and ethics and or maybe uh, maybe a before Death Note story of how Ryuk became the cynical motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, yes. How did oh, Ryuk no. become this loose cannon Shinigami who doesn't play by the rules? Yo, a buddy cop movie with Ryuk and and like some other Shinigami that we it probably has to be a new Shinigami, and then Rem can make a cameo, and then for some reason, um, oh wait, no, well, what a what um, what was the name of that Shinigami that fell in love with, um. With Misa, uh, and and died, and Ram gave that death note to Misa. All right, hold on. We're we're oh, looking at God. the Shinigami wiki right now. Okay, I just want a buddy only, cop movie. There's only two known uh, Shinigamis who died. I uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay, well, I don't know. I just I just want to see like a buddy cop movie in the style of Kung Fury where Ryuk. Teams up with another Shinigami. They, they try to crack Sido. a case. Sido. Okay, they team up. They have. A, they try to crack a case. Sido falls in love with Misa. Misa dies, and then and Ryuk's like, "No, uh, I've become jaded." And then and then and then Shinigami King's like, "Yo, you're a loose cannon. You can't do this." And he becomes jaded, and then he's <laughs> cynical. And then Ryuk's like, "The hell I can't. Oh. <laughs> I'll show you off. my. Uh, I'll show you my ways work." Indeed. <laughs> My ways may be unethical, but they get results. They get results. Look at how much life sp- like human lives I have I have consumed. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. I think uh do we have, do we, do you have any other thoughts about the one shot? I want to see the Shinigami King. And who is this dude in the yes. wheelchair? Like what? Yes. There's so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just focus. Just focus on like, sh- like. Oh, well, you know what, Ryuk, Ryuk. I mean, I guess. I mean, this one shot was technically about Ryuk, uh, in a way. But uh, have Ryuk, Can we get like filler about what Ryuk does in his spare time, like in between the end of uh, Death Note and this one shot? Like, does he? Like, how often does he get in, uh, in fights with the Shigami King? What does the Shigami King look like? Is he, like, a hard-ass police commissioner? These are questions that I need answered, Andy. Oh, apparently... I, I have a picture right here, actually. Uh, it's on the wiki. That they... Yeah, about the Shinigami King. Apparently they showed him in... Uh, I, I'm assuming a chapter of OG Death Note. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, dude, this... It's like his mouth, but he like, looks really like cool. Sh- it looks awesome. There's like chains, and he's like these oh. crazy tentacles coming out of its face slash neck. I guess. Uh, yeah. It says the king is a has a large globe like body mass that is suspended in the air with chains. He has a skull head, which is recessed with a large. It says his manga debut is this one shot. Wait, what? Wait, did it, did we miss a page? I I'm so oh, confused. Oh, this is this is a different one shot. Wait, oh my god, there's another way. Oh, okay, Dead Note one shot special. Uh, or chapter one oh 
109, published two years after the end of the manga series. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. Um, I completely forgot this existed. My god. Uh, I'm gonna reread this. <laughs> Alright. Uh, for those who, do, who are curious, uh, the plot, uh, it takes place three years after the Cure case is resolved. Uh, and it's it's Nier's first case as the new L. Uh, uh, and also it involves a new Kira. Cool. That's awesome. That he dubs C Kira as C Kira. Kira. <laughs> it's relatively cool. short. It looks like maybe 20 pages. Uh, according to this wiki, it's f- yeah, 44 pages. Oh, uh, wow. Well, that's cool. We're, we're, we're corrected. Uh, Shinigami King did show up. So give us more of that. I want to learn more about the Shinigami King. Um, I want more one shots. Yes, more ones. And like, there's so much of the 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 world and the and the universe you could fill in. Like, I mean, you have two different realms. You have you could like uh, yeah, you, you could do like the like an aftermath of Kira prior to um. Yeah, like Death Note has just such a diverse, amazing cast of characters, and uh, yeah, I I definitely definitely agree. I just saw something else. There was another. What is this? It looks like Ryuk actually brokered a deal with another Shinigami in this chapter. Oh, really? No way. That he would give him. Uh, one of Ryuk's spare death notes, he would give it to him uh, in exchange for 13 apples. Oh my god. <laughs> what a salesman. That's wild. So he was uh, like, yeah, you could you could borrow my death note for a price. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. With only 13 um, short apples. I mean, yeah, thirteen apples is, will go quick, which crazy. makes sense on why another Shinigami was giving Ryuk a Death Note back with an apple. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that man. was the final payment. That's right, Ryuk. He's a hustler. He he doesn't do anything for free. He wants apples. Um, let's see. Apparently, uh, oh yeah, the King of Death also appears. In the last Japanese live-action film. Um, oh, I forget whether or not he, we actually see him on the film, but he that's kind of like the impetus of that film. So that's uh, Death Note, Light Up the New World. So basically the premise of that is uh, the Shiganami King was uh, so impressed by Kira that he ordered other Shinigami to find a successor. Uh, and this Kira... Well, the main Kira in this movie it, he's more of a cyber terrorist worshiper of kira and there's six death notes on earth at the same time in this movie which is what really the cool. fuck yeah um and that came out in uh, october 2016 so very very that, cool that sounds like that can be interesting yeah yeah i feel like there's a lot that you could do with death note we need more <laughs> i need a lot more we do uh god andy we should just we should just spend the next couple episodes of of smp just like rereading and rewatching death note 
because they'll be fun. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I actually own the complete series of Death Note on Blu-ray, and I own the complete manga set of Death Note. That's awesome. Did you see like that that recollected edition they released, like maybe like a year or two ago? Is the entire manga, but it's just one giant thick ass book. Oh, that's cool. Mine yeah. is in like this briefcase esque case, and when you open it, it's just the manga spines. Oh, and really? It, it even has like the it has the longer book, which is legit the book of every um death note rule so you can read like all the death note rules i think there's like 80 of them or some shit like that and then uh there's i think this chapter this one shot comes in there and it comes with a a card that's intact and that card was like in this book and it was the only way to know L's real name. Oh, really? Damn. That's cool. Yeah, man. so it, it was pretty cool. Oh, so good. Um, I'm just, I just remember, like, uh, God, like, Death Note first came out when I was uh, maybe, like, 8th grade. Uh, I got I into remember, Death Note like, at, in 8th grade. Yeah, man. Um... Or maybe it was seventh grade. It was yeah. I don't know. I I just remember. Uh, I remember when it first came out, or when I was first introduced to it. Uh, it was it was at a Borders when they were still around, and it wasn't actually like a full sized, um, manga. Um, like the the regular type types you you can see in books bookstores today. It was like this. It was like this keychain sized book it was like a it was like a, a mini version of, of the volume one of of death note and it was like the size of i'd say like like a small notepad uh and it, it was clipped to a ring and it was like i it had the, the really striking volume one graphic novel or the volume one artwork it was like that black cover with um like holding up that giant scythe and it was like oh i shot what the hell is this and then and i told my friend about it I was like I, and he was telling me oh that's death note and he explained it to me then you know read the rest of the manga and then the anime came out and th- that was history and and uh, i remember um in high school going to this shop um nearby my house in downtown princeton and i picked up my copy of death note i was like oh my god they have a, a copy of death note imported from japan and has it has like little apples in the corner and it has all the rules and every other page and i and i got in trouble with my mom because like what is this what is this death note i was like it's cool it's from anime it's from manga it's fine so and that was at a time where like where like if you had a death note in school you got like you got punished and uh, you got detention because I I still have my death note. Um, and then, funny enough, my first interaction with death note was also out of Borders. <laughs> and back then, the manga section was like a graphic novel section, so you had to sift through all of like the Spider Man and like superman and yeah kind of like made you work for it dig around and probably what caught me like i guess by um caught my attention 
was the the coloring of these mangas and like how the books were all different colors with different shinigamis on them and even the covers were just like so fucking cool yeah Takeshi Obata like his artwork's just so I think that's what originally caught my attention and then um two of my friends were also reading them at the time and uh, they they suggested that I also read it, so I got into it, and I got into Death Note pretty hard. I remember when I read the first chapter, or like the the first uh, volume. Um, what was it? It was it was light explaining how he's gonna use. A specific way to cover the death note in a drawer like in the, the oh fa- yeah the false bottom you, yeah and, and it'll burn up a, how it would burn up pen. yeah how it yeah. would burn up if you don't use plastic to open it yeah and i remember i had to reread that like three or four times because like my undeveloped mind could not understand why a book would burst into flames if mm. like the two conductors touched each other i mean now <laughs> i know it's like science yeah but, <laughs> but at the time it's like it's at like, the time i was like what the <laughs> fuck at the time sakumi oba i was like what are you doing you're just making things up <laughs> or like the crazy ass plots that light had that were like so fucking convoluted and i had mm. to like, oh, like reread them to kind of just understand how did he do this like like how like the the entire ploy uh or bending or bending or exploiting the rules of the death note to try to get ren pember's identity and the identities of the other fbi agents yep exactly man oh so good andy i my my brain just exploded because i just found out that um universal studios japan uh from july 1st to september 4 2016 they had a death note the escape themed attraction um so it was basically death note the ride (laughs) uh so it's so the attraction is a quote real escape game uh where players have to solve puzzles to move forward to the next stage and win um so it seems like a like a super elaborate version of an escape room where you you team up with a group of five people and you team up with L to solve solve mysteries to escape from Kira um and it oh it was it was released to coincide with the 10 year anniversary of the of the film series. Man, I'm so jelly. Oh no. I would absolutely love Man. A Death Note themed escape room. Uh, you know what? Since uh since this has already happened, we have to make it ourselves, Andy. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna rent out a a special death uh a special escape room in New York City. We're gonna tell the escape room guys, okay, I want you guys to program it program it in this specific way, and you get like the authentic voice actors, you get Takoshi Obata to make big promotional artwork. Perfect. And the only thing and- the only thing is I'm torn if I want Ryuk's voice actor or like 
like fucking uh Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, <laughs> yes. I could not think of his name. Why not both? <laughs> if only. If only. Man. Andy, this any is last, why we have to sell a Death any last or thoughts? do a heist. So we can fund our crazy dreams like this. Yes. Any last thoughts? Uh, I love Death Note. We love Death Note. We're, we're, I, I, we just just go go read it and watch it again. I'm excited. I'm like I'm so nostalgic right now. Death Note, you're great. Hell yes. Hell Give yeah. me more Death Note. More Death Note. But uh, thank you, thank you, Viz Media for releasing that for free. Thank you, Sugumi Oma, Takeshi Obata for everything that you do. We we love your work. Um, yeah, if you ever decide to make more of it please do indulge indulge those those crazy artist fantasies and and whimsies because you have so many fans out there and we love you for it hell yeah hell yeah so i think it's about it yeah thank you guys for listening to our, our crazy ass tangents uh and fangirling of death note yes and then and pokemon archetypes confirmed <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so you can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, you can find us on Super Ner- oh, find us at Super Nerd Pals on uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, espe- uh, Instagram, and especially on our Facebook group, Facebook, ugh, Facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals, where we post lots of memes, news, uh, articles, and we have a lot of fun out, up there. So uh, if you want to join up and uh, be part of a great community, uh, you know, just send us an invite and we'll, you're part of the group. And uh, until then, um, you know, uh, stay tuned. Uh, I, I honestly, I, Andy, I really, really want to do some more Death Note stuff. Hell yeah, I'm down. To, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening, everyone, and enjoy. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. <laughs>